I went to a dance and my boyfriend started dancing with my girlfriend. I went in the bathroom and I just started crying. I went home that night and I took a box of cookies and I just sat there and just stuffed my face. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist On Leg. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to be talking about eating disorders and how destructive they can be in the lives of people. Today, Nancy Wilson will be telling us her story of how an eating disorder crept into her life in a wink of a moment when she was 19 years old. And she had that secret for many years, trying to look better by a very unhealthy means. She struggled specifically with bulimia, where she would purge her food after she ate in order to lose calories and get skinnier. The eating disorder really took a toll on her life, and she's going to share how damaging the disorder was, but also how she overcame it through faith in Christ. Nancy, welcome to the show. Um, thank you so much. It is my privilege to share what the Lord did to rescue this little 19-year-old party girl. <laughs> <laughs> and of all places, I found myself in church that morning with a hangover and uh, just at the end of my rope after struggling with this for three years. But, you know, it was a deep-seated problem, and it resulted in something that could have taken my life. Nancy, my gosh, I'm excited to hear about what happened in your life regarding this eating disorder and how you overcame it. So tell me, I understand you grew up in a great family with a solid family background. However, as you grew up, you had this huge desire to get acceptance from your father. Is that right? Yes. You know, I loved my father. I adored him. Oh my gosh. I just thought so much of him. I respected him. He was a professional baseball player. He was a successful businessman and my mother was wonderful, but I had an older brother who was kind of wild and crazy. And I was kind of that trying to make peace child, you know, trying to keep things in order. And I just wanted his approval and his emotional support. But I learned later he was not really capable of that because he had a very dysfunctional home. Mm -hmm. But I think I was seeking the approval of a father. And I also began to look at God that way as coming from a religious home that you know, you had to kind of perform for God. Mm -hmm. So I kind of tried to fulfill that role. But deep down, oh, I was both the friendliest girl in my school. I was popular. I was cheerleader. I, You name it. Everything looked great on the outside, but inside was this insecure young girl trying to get everybody's approval, including God and my dad. Mm. And it took a toll on me. Mm, that is very relatable. You know, it's very natural to want that from a father. But how does a girl coming from a great family suddenly find herself in an eating disorder, Nancy? Because honestly, you came from a great family background. 
great question. I remember just specifically a couple of things. One of them was one day for the junior ring dance. I walked down the steps having this new dress. I was all excited. My father saw me and he says, oh, looks like you're gaining a few pounds. Now, that was like a sword to my heart. You see, I had a very athletic family. My four brothers, my dad were very in shape, athletic. I was a cheerleader, but I was eating pizzas at night and kind of using food to numb some of that emotional distress. You know, I was the one everybody came to for their problems. But I couldn't have any problems. My mother, if I told her I was not feeling it, oh, everyone feels that way. Don't worry. Mm. So I just learned to stuff down my emotions. And I was this positive, popular girl that looked like everything was perfect. So I started stuffing these emotions down. When that happened, I remember I went to a dance and my boyfriend started dancing with my girlfriend. And it sounds crazy, but I went in the bathroom and I just started crying Mm. and I kind of lost control. I went home that night and I remember I took a box of cookies and I just sat there and just stuffed my face. And then I was so depressed. I'm going to have more fat, you know, I'm going to be less desirable. And I remember this comment this one girl had made. She says, oh, I know if you ever gain weight, just make yourself sick. And that thought came into my brain. And I tell you what, that night I opened up a door because I made myself sick and I made a decision that was going to alter my life because what would happen then is I would use that bulimic behavior, stuff those emotions down with food and make myself sick. And then, of course, I felt so much guilt and shame. I started kind of scratching myself. I didn't know about cutting myself then, but I made my arms bleed and I would just feel so horrible hung over that toilet. And I'd say, Lord, I'm never going to ever do this again. I'm so sorry. And I felt shame with God. And then I basically just felt like stuck, you know, because it was a pattern and I couldn't break free of it. Wow. Interestingly, though your father was a great dad, he wasn't a perfect dad, and who is? But fascinating is the power of small words and how it can affect someone. But on top of that, the emotional pain of losing your boyfriend to someone else really seemed to set that off for you. So you learned to stuff those emotions down inside, which probably caused more pain. And it seemed you perceived yourself as overweight. Now, when did you notice that purging your food after eating was becoming a problem instead of helping you, you know, in that way? Well, I realized after a while that I was getting too skinny. By the time I went to college, see, it started in high school. And I thought, okay, if I go to college, I can make a new start. I can get over this. But it was worse because I got into the party scene. I was a sorority girl. I mean, I looked pretty doggone good. You know, I won the miniskirt party at the Sigap house, you know, wearing a bathing suit. (laughs) And I was a model in the store window to make a few extra dollars wearing a bikini, sipping lemonade. (laughs) But all this began to disintegrate because I ended up getting down skinnier and skinnier. And my secret was kind of coming forth where people were noticing something was right. Mm. And that was about the time when I found myself with the hangover too, because I had always been morally pure and I started to make wrong choices Mm. and compromise. It was like, as I look back, I was falling into a trap of destruction 
And I was just beside myself when I was in the church that Sunday and so broken. And I said, God, help me. I'm just a mess. I don't know what I'm doing. If you don't help me, nobody can. I'm lost. And you know what? I heard a voice and it was Jesus. (laughs) And I even cried thinking about it. But he said, Nancy, do you know me? And I said, no, I know all about you, but I don't know you. I said, I'm leaving this church right now, and I'm not coming back ever unless you help me. Because if you're God, you can help me, and I need help. And I left church. And you know what? That was like the best thing that ever happened to me. My boyfriend at that time was a so-called atheist. Well, first of all, he starts talking about God. And then I'm like, whoa, well, I know there's a God. But when he started talking, like something was up. (laughs) Well, then my girlfriend, she had been praying for me. She saw me come home every night after curfew. I had more demerits than any girl in the college dorm. Back in those days, (laughs) they had curfew, you know? And so she was praying for me. And one night she invited me to a party. And it was a popcorn party. It was about relationships. And she knew I'd be interested. So I came, but I didn't know it was going to be about a relationship with God. Mm, Wow, Nancy, let's stop there. I want to have you on our next show because I'm interested how a relationship with God helped you to overcome how you viewed yourself and how it affected the bulimic disorder that you were struggling with. Nancy, thanks so much for being on our show. Absolutely. Hang on. Let's go a little deeper right after the break. Listen, my friend, you are in a spiritual battle, and there's a spiritual battle right now for the soul of our nation. The Bible says we overcome the power of the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimonies. And friend, I need your help spreading this show to all 50 states all across the USA, and that takes money to broadcast in each city. You can help by being a stable monthly giver of our ministry, Awakening the Nations. We are a ministry who's committed to preaching the gospel all across the world. Partner by going to AwakeningTheNations.com and we believe America shall be saved. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at AwakeningTheNations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's AwakeningTheNations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I found it very sad to know that Nancy really internalized comments about herself and started to hate the way she looked. And that whole thought process led her to an eating disorder. Now, so you know, Nancy's a friend of mine and she comes from a very beautiful family and she's a beautiful person herself. So how can you be a beautiful, attractive girl and yet still hate the way you look at the same time? That's because our perception of self may not always be correct and we'll always tend to be harder on ourselves than others. Why is it that even supermodels on TV have at least one part of their body that they hate? Why is it so hard to love ourselves and to appreciate what we look like? We're always trying to change. Look at all the trendy things. It's always on how skinny you can get, how good looking you can get. A lot of life is so focused on outward looks. Much of the world is trying to meet some ideal look in their minds that they have defined as beautiful. But can I help you for a moment, if that's you? You are beautiful, and in the eyes of your Creator, God thinks you are amazing. 
He thinks you're handsome if you're a guy. He thinks you're pretty if you're a girl. He thinks the world of you. How do I know this? Because it is written Genesis 1:27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. As you can see, mankind and womankind are made in the very image of God. God loves us. Why? Because we look just like him. You know, I used to obsess why my hair wasn't a certain color, or why I looked a certain way. I always hated how I looked. And even so, because I was the only Asian guy in a very non-Asian school. <laughs> I was like the only guy. But when I came to know Christ, I realized that I was beyond what my race was. I was beyond my physical appearance, but that I was made in the very image of God. And therefore, God loves me. That changed my life so much. And I'm praying for the person who may be going through a eating disorder, that God would reveal this one thing, that he loves you because you look just like him. There's nothing hideous about you. Father, I pray right now in Jesus' mighty name for a revelation to understand that we were made in your image. We are perfectly made and that you love us because when you see us, you see yourself. So Lord Jesus, we receive that revelation. We receive you, Jesus. We receive the mind of Christ so that we can truly understand what you think about us. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Remember, your perception is probably wrong if you don't like yourself. God loves you. Well, I hope you were blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. Did you know our shows are on Spotify? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Spotify and enjoy all the same shows you hear on the radio. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.